Chapter One of Poems, Series Two by Emily Dickinson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. One, Life. One, I'm nobody. Who are you? Are you nobody too? Then there's a pair of us. Don't tell. They'd banish us, you know. How dreary to be somebody! How public like a frog! To tell your name the livelong day to an admiring bog. Two, I bring an unaccustomed wine to lips long parching next to mine, and summon them to drink. Crackling with fever, they essay. I turn my brimming eyes away, and come next hour to look. The hands still hug the tardy glass. The lips I would have cooled, alas, are so superfluous cold. I would as soon attempt to warm the bosoms where the frost has lain, ages beneath the mold. Some other thirsty there may be, to whom this would have pointed me, had it remained to speak. And so I always bear the cup, if haply mine may be the drop, some pilgrim thirst to slake. If haply any say to me, unto the little, unto me, when I at last awake. 3. The nearest dream recedes, unrealized. The heaven we chase, like the June bee, before the schoolboy invites the race, Stoops to an easy clover, dips, evades, teases, deploys, Then to the royal clouds lifts his light pinace, Heedless of the boy, staring bewildered at the mocking sky. Homesick for steadfast honey, ah, the bee flies not, That brews that rare variety. 4. We play at paste till qualified for pearl, Then drop the paste and deem ourselves a fool. The shapes, though, were similar, and our new hands learned gem tactics practicing sands. 5. I found the phrase to every thought I ever had but one, and that defies me as a hand did try to chalk the sun. To races nurtured in the dark, how would your own begin? Can blaze be done in cochineal or noon in mazarin? 6. Hope. Hope is the thing with feathers that perches in the soul, and sings the tune without the words, and never stops at all. And sweetest in the gale is heard, and sore must be the storm that could abash the little bird that kept my heart so warm. I've heard it in the chillest land and on the strangest sea, yet never in extremity it asked a crumb of me. 7. The White Heat. Dare you see a soul at the white heat? Then crouch within the door. Red is the fire's common tint, but when the vivid ore has sated flame's conditions, its quivering substance plays, without a color but the light of unanointed blaze. Least village boasts its blacksmith, whose anvil's even din stands symbol for the finer forge that soundless tugs within. Refining these impatient ores with hammer and with blaze, until the designated light repudiate the forge. 8. Triumphant Who never lost are unprepared a coronet to find, who never thirsted flagons and cooling tamarind, who never climbed the weary league, can such a foot explore the purple territories on Pizarro's shore? How many legions overcome, the emperor will say, how many colors taken on Revolution Day? 
How many bullets bearest? The royal scar hast thou? Angels right promoted on this soldier's brow. 9. The Test I can wade grief, whole pools of it. I'm used to that. But the least push of joy breaks up my feet, and I tip, drunken. Let no pebble smile. T'was the new liquor, that was all. Power is only pain, stranded through discipline, till weights will hang. Give balm to giants, and they'll wilt like men. Give Himala, they'll carry him. 10. Escape. I never hear the word escape without a quicker blood, a sudden expectation, a flying attitude. I never hear of prisons broad by soldiers battered down, but I tug childish at my bars, only to fail again. 11. Compensation. For each ecstatic instant we must an anguish pay, in keen and quivering ratio, to the ecstasy. For each beloved hour, sharp pittances of years, bitter contested farthings, and coffers heaped with tears. 12. The Martyrs Through the straight pass of suffering, the martyrs even trod, their feet upon temptation, their faces upon God. A stately shriven company, convulsion playing round, harmless as streaks of meteor, upon a planet's bound. Their faith the everlasting troth, their expectation fair, the needle to the north degree, weighed so through polar air. 13. A Prayer I meant to have but modest needs, such as content and heaven. Within my income these could lie, and life and I keep even. But since the last included both, it would suffice my prayer, but just for one to stipulate, and grace would grant the pair. And so upon this wise I prayed, Great Spirit, give to me, a heaven not so large as yours, but large enough for me. A smile suffused Jehovah's face, the cherubim withdrew, grave saints stole out to look at me, and showed their dimples too. I left the place with all my might, my prayer away I threw, the quiet ages picked it up, and judgment twinkled too, that one so honest be extant, as take the tale for true, that whatsoever you shall ask, itself be given you. But I, grown shrewder, scan the skies with a suspicious air, as children swindled for the first, all swindlers be, infer. 14. The thought beneath so slight a film is more distinctly seen, as laces just reveal the surge, or mists the Apennine. 15. The soul unto itself is an imperial friend, or the most agonizing spy an enemy could send. Secure against its own, no treason it can fear, itself its sovereign, of itself the soul should stand in awe. 16. Surgeons must be very careful when they take the knife. Underneath their fine incisions stirs the culprit, life. 17. The Railway Train I like to see it lap the miles and lick the valleys up, and stop to feed itself at tanks, and then prodigious step, around a pile of mountains and supercilious pier, in shanties by the sides of roads, and then a quarry pair, to fit its sides and crawl between, complaining all the while, 
in horrid hooting stanza, then chase itself down the hill, and neigh like Boanerges, then punctual as a star, stop docile and omnipotent at its own stable door. 18. The Show The show is not the show, but they that go. Menagerie to me, my neighbor be. Fair play, both went to see. 19. Delight becomes pictorial when viewed through pain, more fair because impossible that any gain. The mountain at a given distance in amber lies, approached the amber flits a little, and that's the skies. 20. A thought went up my mind today that I have had before, but did not finish some way back, I could not fix the year, nor where it went, nor why it came, the second time to me, nor definitely what it was, have I the art to say. But somewhere in my soul I know I've met the thing before. It just reminded me, t'was all, and came my way no more. 21. Is heaven a physician? They say that he can heal. But medicine posthumous is unavailable. Is heaven an exchequer? They speak of what we owe, but that negotiation I'm not a party to. 22. The Return Though I get home how late, how late, so I get home twill compensate. Better will be the ecstasy that they have done expecting me, when, night descending, dumb and dark, they hear my unexpected knock. Transporting must the moment be, brewed from decades of agony. To think just how the fire will burn, just how long cheated eyes will turn, to wonder what myself will say, and what itself will say to me, beguiles the centuries of way. 23. A poor torn heart, a tattered heart, that sat it down to rest, nor noticed that the ebbing day flowed silver to the west, nor noticed night did soft descend, nor constellation burn, intent upon the vision of latitudes unknown. The angels happening that way, this dusty heart espied, tenderly took it up from toil, and carried it to God. There, sandals for the barefoot, there, gathered from the gales, do the blue heavens by the hand lead the wandering sails. 24. Too much. I should have been too glad, I see, too lifted for the scant degree of life's penurious round. My little circuit would have shamed this new circumference, have blamed the homelier time behind. I should have been too saved, I see, too rescued, fear too dim to me, that I could spell the prayer I knew so perfect yesterday, that scalding one, Sabachthani, recited fluent here. Earth would have been too much, I see, and heaven not enough for me. I should have had the joy without the fear to justify, the palm without the calvary, so, Saviour, crucify. Defeat wets victory, they say, the wreaths in old Gethsemane endear the shore beyond. Tis beggar's banquets best define, tis thirsting vitalizes wine, faith faints to understand. 25. Shipwreck It tossed and tossed, a little brig I knew, o'ertook by blast, it spun and spun, 
and groped delirious for morn. It slipped and slipped, as one that drunken stepped, its white foot tripped, then dropped from sight. Ah, Brig, good night, to crew and you, the ocean's heart too smooth, too blue, to break for you. 26. Victory comes late, and is held low to freezing lips, too wrapped with frost to take it. How sweet it would have tasted, just a drop. Was God so economical? His tables spread too high for us, unless we dine on tiptoe. Crumbs fit such little mouths, cherries suit robins, the eagle's golden breakfast strangles them. God keeps his oath to sparrows, who, of little love, know how to starve. 27. Enough. God gave a loaf to every bird, but just a crumb to me. I dare not eat it, though I starve, my poignant luxury. To own it, touch it, prove the feet that made the pellet mine, too happy in my sparrow chance for ampler coveting. It might be famine all around, I could not miss an ear. Such plenty smiles upon my board, my garner shows so fair. I wonder how the rich may feel, an India man, an earl. I deem that I, with but a crumb, am sovereign of them all. 28. Experiment to me is every one I meet. If it contain a kernel, the figure of a nut, presents upon a tree equally plausibly, but meet within its requisite to squirrels and to me. 29. My country's wardrobe. My country need not change her gown, her triple suit as sweet, as when twas cut at Lexington, and first pronounced a fit. Great Britain disapproves the stars, disparagement discreet. There's something in their attitude that taunts her bayonet. 30. Faith is a fine invention for gentlemen who see, but microscopes are prudent in an emergency. 31. Except the heaven had come so near, so seemed to choose my door, the distance would not haunt me so, I had not hoped before. But just to hear the grace depart, I never thought to see, afflicts me with a double loss, tis lost and lost to me. 32. Portraits are to daily faces, as an evening west, to a fine pedantic sunshine in a satin vest. 33. The Duel. I took my power in my hand and went against the world. T'was not so much as David had, but I was twice as bold. I aimed my pebble, but myself was all the one that fell. Was it Goliath was too large, or only I too small? 34. A shady friend for torrid days is easier to find than one of higher temperature for frigid hour of mind. The vein a little to the east scares muslin souls away, if broadcloth breasts are firmer than those of organdy. Who is to blame, the weaver? Ah, the bewildering thread, the tapestries of paradise so notelessly are made. 35. The Goal 
Each life converges to some center, expressed or still, exists in every human nature, a goal, admitted scarcely to itself, it may be, too fair, for credibility's temerity, to dare, adored with caution as a brittle heaven, to reach, were hopeless as the rainbow's raiment, to touch, yet persevered toward, surer for the distance, how high, unto the saint's slow diligence, the sky, ungained it may be by a life's slow venture, but then eternity enables the endeavoring again. 36. Sight Before I got my eye put out, I liked as well to see, as other creatures that have eyes, and know no other way. But were it told to me to-day that I might have the sky, for mine I tell you that my heart would split for size of me. The meadows mine, the mountains mine, all forests, stintless stars, as much of noon as I could take between my finite eyes. The motions of the dipping birds, the lightning's jointed road, for mine to look at when I liked, the news would strike me dead. So safer guess with just my soul upon the window-pane, where other creatures put their eyes, incautious of the sun. 37. Talk with prudence to a beggar, of Potosi and the mines, reverently to the hungry, of your viands and your wines. Cautious hint to any captive you have passed enfranchised feet, anecdotes of error in dungeons have sometimes proved deadly sweet. 38. The Preacher He preached upon breadth till it argued him narrow, the broad are too broad to define, and of truth until it proclaimed him a liar, the truth never flaunted a sign. Simplicity fled from his counterfeit presence, as gold the pyrites would shun. What confusion would cover the innocent Jesus to meet so enabled a man? 39. Good night. Which put the candle out? A jealous zephyr, not a doubt. Ah, friend, you little knew, how long at that celestial wick the angels labored diligent, extinguished now for you. It might have been the lighthouse spark some sailor rowing in the dark had importuned to see. It might have been the waning lamp that lit the drummer from the camp to purer reveille. 40. When I hoped I feared, since I hoped I dared, Everywhere alone as a church remain. Spectre cannot harm, serpent cannot charm. He deposes doom, who hath suffered him. 41. Deed. A deed knocks first at thought, and then it knocks at will. That is the manufacturing spot, and will at home and well. It then goes out on act, or is entombed so still, that only to the ear of God its doom is audible. 42. Time's Lesson Mine enemy is growing old, I have at last revenge. The palate of the hate departs, if any would avenge. Let him be quick, the viand flits, it is a faded meat. Anger as soon as fed is dead, tis starving makes it fat. 
43. Remorse. Remorse is memory awake, her company's astir, a presence of departed acts at window and at door. It's past set down before the soul, and lighted with a match, perusal to facilitate, of its condensed dispatch. Remorse is cureless, the disease, not even God can heal, for tis his institution, the complement of hell. 44. The Shelter The body grows outside, the more convenient way, that if the spirit like to hide, its temple stands all way. Ajar, secure, inviting, it never did betray, the soul that asked its shelter in timid honesty. 45. Undue significance a starving man attaches to food. Far off, he sighs, and therefore hopeless, and therefore good. Partaken it relieves indeed, but preserves that spices fly. In the receipt it was the distance was savory. 46. Heart not so heavy as mine, wending late home, as it passed my window, whistled itself a tune, a careless snatch, a ballad, a ditty of the street, yet to my irritated ear an anodyne so sweet, it was as if a bobolink sauntering this way, caroled and mused and caroled, then bubbled slow away. It was as if a chirping brook upon a toilsome way set bleeding feet to minuets without the knowing why. Tomorrow night will come again, weary perhaps and sore. Ah, bugle by my window, I pray you stroll once more. 47. I many times thought peace had come, when peace was far away, as wrecked men deem they sight the land at center of the sea, and struggle slacker but to prove, as hopelessly as I, how many the fictitious shores before the harbor lie. 48. Unto my books so good to turn, far ends of tired days, it half endears the abstinence, and pain is missed in praise. As flavors cheer retarded guests with banquetings to be, so spices stimulate the time till my small library. It may be wilderness without, far feet of failing men, but holiday excludes the night, and it is bells within. I thank these kinsmen of the shelf, their countenances bland, enamor in perspective, and satisfy obtained. 49. This merit hath the worst, it cannot be again, when fate hath taunted last, and thrown her furthest stone, the maimed may pause and breathe, and glance securely round, the deer invites no longer, then it eludes the hound. 50. Hunger I had been hungry all the years, my noon had come to dine, I, trembling, drew the table near, and touched the curious wine. T'was this on tables I had seen, when turning, hungry, lone, I looked in windows for the wealth I could not hope to own. I did not know the ample bread, t'was so unlike the crumb, the birds and I had often shared in nature's dining-room. The plenty hurt me, t'was so new, myself felt ill and odd, as berry of a mountain bush transplanted to the road. Nor was I hungry, so I found, that hunger was a way, of persons outside windows, the entering takes away.
51. I gained it so, by climbing slow, by catching at the twigs that grow, between the bliss and me. It hung so high, as well the sky, attempt by strategy. I said I gained it, this was all. Look how I clutch it, lest it fall. And I a pauper go, unfitted by an instant's grace, for the contented beggar's face I wore an hour ago. 52. To learn the transport by the pain, as blind men learn the sun, to die of thirst suspecting that brooks in meadows run, to stay the homesick, homesick feet upon a foreign shore, haunted by native lands the while, and blue beloved air. This is the sovereign anguish, this the signal woe, these are the patient laureates whose voices, trained below, ascend in ceaseless carol, inaudible indeed, to us the duller scholars of the mysterious bard. 53. Returning I years had been from home, and now before the door, I dared not open, lest a face I never saw before, stare vacant into mine, and ask my business there. My business, just a life I left, was such still dwelling there? I fumbled at my nerve, I scanned the windows near, the silence like an ocean rolled, and broke against my ear. I laughed a wooden laugh, that I could fear a door, who danger and the dead had faced, but never quaked before. I fitted to the latch my hand with trembling care, lest back the awful door should spring and leave me standing there. I moved my fingers off as cautiously as glass, and held my ears, and like a thief, fled gasping from the house. 54. Prayer Prayer is the little implement through which men reach, where presence is denied them, they fling their speech. By means of it in God's ear, if then he hear, this sums the apparatus comprised in prayer. 55. I know that he exists somewhere in silence. He has hid his rare life from our gross eyes. Tis an instant's play, tis a fond ambush, just to make bliss earn her own surprise. But should the play prove piercing earnest, should the glee glaze in death's stiff stare, would not the fun look too expensive? Would not the jest have crawled too far? 56. Melodies Unheard Musicians wrestle everywhere, All day among the crowded air, I hear the silver strife, And walking long before the dawn, Such transport breaks upon the town, I think it that new life. It is not bird, it has no nest, Nor band in brass and scarlet dressed, nor tambourine, nor man. It is not him from pulpit read, the morning stars the treble led, on time's first afternoon. Some say it is the spheres at play, some say that bright majority of vanished dames and men. Some think it service in the place where we with late celestial face, please God, shall ascertain. 52. Called Back Just lost when I was saved, just felt the world go by, just girt me for the onset with eternity, when breath blew back, and on the other side, 
I heard recede the disappointed tide. Therefore, as one returned, I feel, odd secrets of the line to tell. Some sailor skirting foreign shores, some pale reporter from the awful doors before the seal. Next time to stay, next time the things to see by ear unheard, unscrutinized by eye. Next time to tarry while the ages steal, slow tramp the centuries and the cycles wheel. End of chapter 1